we record for this month. Because so I'm going to really go off with y'all right now. We're going to do this in one breath, all right? This ain't no bullshit. This ain't no, 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 no. This ain't no editing. We're going to do it like this. So y'all ready? Yeah. No, 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 no. Y'all ready? Yeah. I'm flipping and living and shoving and killing the ribby. Calling with going and flowing and he was zooming and doing and moving and grooving and stopping and rocking and talking and working and flipping and ripping. I'm under the fucking scribbling. I'm ready to go when I buy it. Then break a moment. Then nigga, this smoke and choke on a lady. Yeah. Slicing MCs like Darth Vader. Decapitate a head of the second. I spit and say, hell yeah. Hello, everybody. What's going on? What is up, everybody? As always, episode 87 of the A-League Show. Once again, thanks, everybody. Once again for tuning in and listening. However means you want to, however means you feel like, uh, feel like tuning in. So, uh, and it looks like that we have a uh, looks like we got a special guest in the building. So, uh, go ahead, and, go ahead and introduce yourself out here to the masses. Hello, everyone. This is Dimitri Chin checking in with the uh, the A League podcast show. Um, I am currently a junior at Georgia State University. Uh, the former sports uh, associate sports editor for The Signal, mm-hmm. the uh, independent newspaper there. Uh, but currently, I am a sports contributor to the Douglas County Sentinel. Mm, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. So shout out to uh, Derek Mahone, the sports editor there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I'm also uh, doing a lot of freelance work. Uh, mostly with action sports and news. I heard of them. They do they do some pretty good stuff. Yes, absolutely. Uh, shout out to my man Greg Collier. He has definitely presented a lot of opportunities for me. So very thankful for that. Um, been able to cover Georgia Tech, Atlanta United. Mm. Um, Going to be covering a Falcons game this year as well. So oh, doing a lot. Doing so you doing basically you doing some big, pretty big things out there. Oh, I'm trying. I'm trying. You know you got. Oh, you up there. You up there, man. <laughs> you up there. Well, I appreciate you. I you know really appreciate you guys allowing me to come on and talk sports with you all. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, sports, you know, a little bit of sports, a little bit of music, a little bit of, you know, pop culture. You know, we you know, we pretty much run the whole deal here on A League, pretty much. Yeah, absolutely. You guys are doing a great job. Absolutely for sure, absolutely for sure. Shot, how you doing this week? Man, you know, same old, same old, you know. Just <laughs> just getting it done. Uh, uh doing the deals, closing the closing the mills. <laughs> I noticed uh, I noticed you I noticed you uh um wearing the 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 black and the baby blues. Is that is that supposed to a little mean something given given something that happened earlier this week? I wish it did. I wish it did. But unfortunately, this was a result of being at my mother's house where I have no clothes. All my uh, clothes are in Alabama. <laughs> Nothing wrong <laughs> so with I, that. So, so I saw this, like, I was literally going through my options. There's not many options left over there. So uh, I kind of just threw this on. I'm, I needed a collar shirt going to practice Sometimes today. you got to do what you just got to do. But since we on that, yes, yes. I oh, yeah. I wondering out there. I right. haven't addressed it yet in the public eye. Do it. My boycott is over. It's I've over. the NFL boycott. He back. Uh, Eric Reed has been signed. Yes, he has. In the mm-hmm. NFL, Colin Kaepernick still being blacklisted, but they actually have a football reason now. He hasn't yeah. played football in two years as a quarterback at the most important position in the game. Right. Uh, but he still was blacklisted, and he still is being blacklisted to a certain extent because you have guys who have never played in the NFL before who are still getting opportunities yeah. over Colin Kaepernick. So, uh, yeah, Eric Reed. Uh, Falcons dropped the ball. Falcons dropped the ball once again. Um, they literally had no other choice but to sign a guy like Eric Reed or, or Cam Chancellor. Mm. Um, and DQ went out there and said, I don't want to sign a starting caliber player, which makes no sense. That's pretty much saying, I don't want to win. We don't want to okay win. I'm okay with that win. We don't want to win. <laughs> that that it, makes no sense. And the craziest part 
is when they signed it, all the fans that you thought would have been, oh, I can no longer support the Carolina Panthers, was like, right. let's get this Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, Folks I was, don't care at the end of the day. They can act like they care and say, I'm not supporting the player that kneels for the anthem. Nah, right. Nah, nah. Folks just want to win at the end of the day. They, they don't want care the Vince at the if, end. if you beat your wife. They don't care if you beat your kids. Damn. They, they, they don't care if, Bruh. Uh, <laughs> if, if you killed a man. Bruh. <laughs> if you hired a hit man, they do not care. What they care is, can you help me win some games When I put in this bet, can you help me win some money for myself? That's all they care about. So Eric Reed, at the end of the day, Carolina swallows their pride. And um, they, they signed Eric Reed. They also had Torrey Smith, um, right receiver, who's also one of the more outspoken guys in the NFL. Right. Continues to be when it comes to uh, just social issues and stuff like that. Um, shout out to some other guys. There are some other guys that I just discovered a few weeks ago when I was just, like, looking at different players' pages and seeing what they were saying. Um, you know, Matt Forte doing his thing in Chicago. He's retired now. Yeah. Uh, Anquan Bolden doing his thing. Uh, wherever he is now in, in his endeavors. Mm-hmm. It, it's a few players that are really just, you know, speaking out. And Arian Foster. Arian Foster. Arian Foster, yeah. Arian Foster is like a whole nother mind, bro. Yeah. Like he's, right. He, he's on another level of intellect. Shout out to Arian Foster. And, um, you know, Cap, I was happy for him just seeing his boy get signed um, because it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. When, when you – I seen the Falcons sign a guy who had like 15 tackles last year. Yeah, uh, the the dude from uh, Tampa Bay who was cut by the Patriots and he was cut by Tampa Bay, and then the Falcons signed him. He had like 15 tackles. When Eric Reed had like 52 tackles and he played three less games. Yeah. Right. And then uh, the Falcons signed some more dudes that you never heard of who were cut by the Patriots in the preseason. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, okay, just because he's from the Patriots doesn't mean he's like. Uh, yeah, exactly. Eric like, Reed was a Pro Bowler three pro years ago. Pro Bowler. Pro Bowler. You know what I'm saying? And, and then this dude Kazi. Uh, I know he made the big hit on on Cam Newton last week. From of what I've heard, I didn't watch it because I was boycotting. But uh, <laughs> you know, Kazi uh, or Kazi, however you pronounce his name, Kazi, 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 or Kazi. Uh, we're gonna go with Kazi because Dimitri is watching the NFL. <laughs> but, uh, he had a couple of hits in the preseason and a couple of picks, and this dude gets a starting job. All right. You can have him as a starter or whatever. He's a second-year guy. You can groom him or whatever, have him in there until Eric Reed learns the system and then put Eric Reed in there. Put in a yeah. better player. Yep. Put yeah. in the best available player. You're trying to make a Super Bowl run. Matt Ryan and Julio Jones' window is shrinking. Yep. Oh, It's, it's really shrinking. It's and, shrinking fast. <laughs> whether people want to admit it or not with Matt Ryan, I know people love to defend Matt Ryan when people come to attack him because he's Jesus Christ in the flesh. Hmm. Yo, the the window is closing for Matt Ryan, yeah. and it's been closing for some time now. Right, exactly. I don't know what y'all watching. Y'all looking at the stats. Y'all looking at, well, Matt Ryan is a zone zone efficient passer and, and since 2013. <laughs> there have been lots of efficient passers in the NFL that didn't get the job done. Exactly. If, if, you're watching, if you're watching the games, you know that window is closing for Matt Ryan. It has been for the last couple of seasons, ever since he's won that MVP award. Yep. That was peak Matt Ryan. We're not going to see that Matt Ryan again. Even though he's having a great season so far from what I've heard with the numbers and blah, 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 that's cute. His window is closing. Julio Jones is not going to be Julio Jones forever. Right. You know, and then, and then you know, you have Calvin Ridley coming up. That's cool. But you're not going to have this type of group where you have Julio, Sanu, and Ridley all at the level they're playing at right now forever. Yeah, exactly. Not to mention Devontae and you uh, know, Oh, uh, Freeman. Ted. Oh, 
You, you already know those running backs. They only get oh, yeah. three years. They running only backs get four only years. get three, four yep. years. The, I think Devontae already passed his. I believe so as well, especially, you know, with the, the concussion issue. I mean, I could see if it was a lingering, you know, hamstring or a bum ankle. But, I mean, we're talking about a serious injury here that mm-hmm. continues to occur. Those concussions is nothing to play with, man. It's, right. It's, it's over with. Yeah. I mean, you, really I is. mean, okay, I don't want to say it's over with. That's a bit overreaction. <laughs> but – the window's closing for the Falcons in, in this core. They're losing more guys on defense. More right. guys are going to different teams. Poe left. So-and-so left. Blah, blah, blah left. And then uh, the, the guys that you have, are, are they're not doing as good as you thought they would. Deion yeah. Jones is hurt. Yeah. Uh, 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 Keanu Neal's hurt. And then, uh, you know, Ricardo Allen went out. And then uh, Vic Beasley is giving up before the game even ends. Wow. What about that, <laughs> The, the window is closing. But lots the of people felt Vic Beasley was, a, was a bust before. So exactly. lots of people felt that. And even, you know, but, even I mean, but, but he had a torn labrum that he was playing with that rookie year. So people gave True. him the, the, the uh, benefit of the yeah, doubt. Benefit yeah. of the doubt. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, I mean, but he's not stepping up now. So the Falcons window is closing. Long story short, you got to win when you got to win. Mm-hmm. And you had a chance to win or to continue to – the best chance to keep on winning was to get a guy like Eric Reed, the best possible option right at the place where you had a vacancy. And you took pride. Y'all think y'all in the military. <laughs> yeah. Didn't serve in the military. People uh. who have served in the military said they had no problem with it. This all comes down to politics. So let me Houston. ask you really yeah. quickly, right? Because right. I've been hearing on, you know, sports radio shows and uh, things like that, that the main reason behind Dan Quinn and, you know, Arthur Blink essentially for not wanting to reach out to Eric Reed. Mm-hmm was because they feel confident with the guys that they already have in-house. They want to protect the brotherhood, and, you know, they want to show that they have, uh, I guess, faith or, so, you know. So, they, so, why, so why they sign uh, Keith Tandy? That's his name. He ju- it just came back to me. Great point. had 15 tackles last year with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It was released in the preseason. Why, right. why they sign him if they wanted to keep the brotherhood so tight? That's yeah, a good that, question. Is, that is a that PR is a answer. I'm not, oh, yeah. I'm not taking it. Whatever. <laughs> I can't support a league where you have – I just saw the commercial yesterday with Antonio Brown and, and uh, Juju Smith and the Pizza Hut delivery man yeah. doing the shoot dance. Yeah. You can't give me a game and a league that profits off of black culture and black faces, but when a black person has an issue with, with something in this country, it, you have a problem with it. Mm. I can't support a league like that. The NBA, they don't. Well, okay, we're not gonna bring that up. Y'all already heard that. Y'all already heard that debate. Y'all already heard that debate a billion times on this show. I'm not yeah, gonna yeah. go back to it. <laughs> I can't support a league like that. So I was not gonna uh, watch the NFL again. I won't gonna cover an NFL game in my life again if Eric Reed and Colin Kaepernick went the rest of their primes without being signed because of some stubbornness. Yeah. Here's the thing. I wasn't gonna do it. Here's the thing, though. I actually believe that when I first, you know, when I first heard about the Eric Reed signing, I was thinking like, whoa, okay, you know, even if it's only a one-year deal that he signed with Carolina, my attitude was, okay, this is a big deal because this could be very well much a big deal for a big reason. Not to mention, you know, not just because he's going to be a, a big help to, you know, to the Panthers and everything, but I feel like Eric Reed, and someone actually wrote about this at the Undefeated as well, that Eric Reed getting signed by Carolina could very well open up a huge possibility for Colin Kaepernick to get back in the league as well. And here's why. Do you can you imagine how how much in jersey sales Eric Reed is gonna sell? 
like I'm I'm just saying speaking of I'm just saying of Georgia State hey yeah it's time to buy them uh Albert Wilson jerseys yep oh that's another one part our own yep that's another one those Albert Wilson jerseys for Miami he's got his back he got his back against the wall down there he's got people I remember on Veterans Day, but was that the holiday that just passed? Veterans Day, or was mm-hmm. that Memorial Day? Memorial, Memorial Day. Day. Yeah, but isn't Memorial Day in, in the summer? Well, yeah, Memorial I, it, Day is in, in July. July. Yeah, you're right. Memorial so this Day was, is July. So this so was maybe Veterans, Veterans Day. Day. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe or, Labor no, Day. No, I think Veterans Day is in November. November. Yeah, it yeah. is. It, it was is. Labor Day. Labor. Yeah. Labor Day. So yeah. okay, so Labor Day, for some reason, there. This is something to do with the truth. It was a day off. The. Uh, Kenny Stills and, and Albert Wilson, they, they went on to the hospital, the, the VA, and they visited the veterans, and they shook their hands, and they talked with them, took pictures, a, a couple of pictures, posted on Twitter. Yeah. This is what we did on our day off. And then in the comments, they're like, great, now if y'all just respect the troops on the field. <laughs> what? So, so he, he's, long story short, y'all already know how, how people react are reacting to the kneelers. He's got his back against the wall down there in Miami. Of course, he's got a lot of support, as you see, you know, as you said, the jersey sales with Kaepernick and and uh, now Eric Reed with going to the Panthers. Right. We got to support our own. We got to show our support for Albert Wilson as as a Panther fan. Absolutely. Yeah. I Definitely. agree with that. I Definitely for that. sure. Like I said, like, you know, those jersey sales are going to go up. The Eric Reed jersey sales are going to go up. And I think because I think about it in the sense and I compare the Eric Reed signing in some respects to the Tim Tebow signing when he went to New York. Yeah. Because when the Jets signed Tebow, that was like they knew Tebow wasn't any good as a quarterback. That's why everybody <laughs> was talking about, oh, should he move to fullback? Should he move to uh to a running back? Should he like do stuff in the Wildcat offense? And the thing is, when the Jets signed him, they knew he wasn't no good as a QB, but they knew he was gonna sell major bank in terms of jersey sales. Like I would not be surprised if we're talking about this in a month or maybe in a few weeks and Eric Reed has the highest-selling jersey or one of the highest-selling jerseys in the entire NFL. And what is what's going to have to click off in the light bulbs of the other 31 NFL owners is, okay, Nike stock is shooting through the roof with Colin Kaepernick. Eric Reed's jersey sales shooting through the roof. So they may end up signing Colin Kaepernick just to sell jerseys, but they would, but at least he would be getting back into the NFL, because money talks. Absolutely, it money does. talks. It definitely does. Now I don't know if I, you know, I, this is the thing, right? Because I, I said this to someone uh, a few weeks ago, and I was, you know, saying that if players stop kneeling when Kaepernick gets a job, or whenever he does gets a job, or if he gets a job in the mm-hmm. NFL again, yeah. Do we accept that and say, okay, well, everything's cool, you know, now, and it's okay for them not to kneel? Or do we still expect them to kneel? Because what is the ultimate reason behind the kneeling, right? That's right. That's what I guess is causing the, the ultimate, controversy. The ultimate reason behind the kneeling is to bring attention to police brutality. Right. So now if the players well, one stop— One of the reasons. One of the reasons. One like of that, the reasons, that, That's yeah. the reason why Kaepernick and, and a couple other guys are doing it. Right. right. Um, I know Malcolm Jenkins, he was protesting for uh, mass incarceration. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so I, I, I think, you know, if Kaepernick still—if he does get a job in the NFL— I think the players should, you know, if if that's the ultimate reason behind doing so, which is to bring awareness to these social justice issues, yeah. I think they should continue to kneel. I don't think it should stop just because Eric Reed gets a job and, and Kaepernick gets a job because then that makes the players look, you know, I guess 
kind of bad and you know to an extent so yeah because I feel like that the ultimate goal you know and it goes back to what you were saying Shad like you know how is it that a league that is 70 percent African-American can you know can profit off of black culture and can profit off of the blood sweat and tears of African-American athletes but when African-Americans bring up these issues that are so you know that are so pervasive within black communities across the country how is it that okay you know, this is, you know, this is a problem, but, but, you know, that's what I feel like is, you know, that's what I feel like should happen is that, you know, just because Kaepernick could get signed, just because Eric Reed could get signed or Kenny Stills or an Albert Wilson, yeah. you know, the, the fight continues because, you know, all these issues aren't going to just come to an end just because a few NFL players that are kneeling are, you know, are doing it and bringing attention to these issues. It takes action and it takes continued and persistent action to finally bring attention to these issues and to finally do something about them. That's what, that should be the, the goal. The craziest part is the protesters and kneelers are the one that were doing the most action. Yeah. Right. And I think that's something that that's kind of getting like lost in the sauce with, with all the people who are criticizing the kneelers. They're like, oh, find a way, another way. Kneeling isn't going to do nothing. So why do you have a problem with it? Exactly. <laughs> right. That's it's a great a, if kneeling isn't going to do nothing, it, it makes you feel uncomfortable. It's a stick. That's and what it, and it is. Like, and it's like, dang, why, why aren't they standing for the anthem? Why, why aren't they respecting? Well, listen to what that the anthem is. Well, at least the parts that, that we hear now, today. Yeah. Y'all know the story about the blah, blah, blah. We heard it a billion times. The part that we hear today we're, we're pledging allegiance to, to a country that, that are supposed to give us freedoms and liberties that we haven't been afforded as people who look like us. That That's that's what kind of the whole anthem is. It's like, why, why are we making this pledge? Why are we making this promise right? Uh, for, for to be, you know, I'm saying to serve a, a great country that, that's mm. supposed to be great to us? Right. When that, it's supposed to be great to everybody. We're, we're, right. we're not getting what, what this song is telling us that, that we're going to get, that we're getting. You right. Know, that, that's not the reality. So that's kind of what the whole kneeling and sitting down kind of symbolizes. Right. We I know don't know where I was going with that. We know the words. We know the words and everything, hey. and we know what's written on paper, but it's just not. it just hasn't been reflected for, for yeah. all people, and I, that's I the ultimate goal. I don't want to bore y'all too long with this national anthem talk. Y'all have heard the discussion for the last two years. Um, yeah. yeah. Logic uh, came, came out. The, both of them dropped. Logic and Wayne, they both dropped on Friday. Uh, Wayne, Carter Five. People have been waiting for it. He's been saying it's coming out for the last four years now. Yeah. Um. It finally came out. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not really a Wayne fan, but he has some tracks on there that that I really liked. I, I listened to all of the second half, and I listened to a little bit of the first half. I've heard a little bit of Mona Lisa. I've heard enough of Mona Lisa to get the gist of the song. Mm-hmm. I heard the part where Kendrick was like, "Is all your ringtone?" <laughs> and all that. <laughs> I, I really like that Kendrick. He every time you think that every flow's been done in rap or everything in hip hop has been possible, he reinvents done, it again. He does something that I've never heard before. Like genius. He did, he did Kendrick that a is a genius on his last album where he did a lot of flows and like he did the crying thing a couple of albums ago where he was like. This man, he, he on a different like Kendrick right. always reinvents the wheel of how much you can do with rap. His creativity is on another it, level. Creativity right. is crazy. So absolutely, man. Um, absolutely. That, Genius. That Carter Five, that Carter Five, it was decent. It was decent. I heard the uh I didn't really like the X song. I didn't either, man. And I've been seeing a lot of people giving it, you know, praise, which yeah. I'm not saying that it doesn't deserve <laughs> mm-hmm. praise or what. It doesn't deserve its, you know, fair share of praise. And let, let, let's exactly. keep it. A, let's keep it a buck. Do people really like it because he's dead? I think so. You know what they <laughs> oh, say? Man. 
dead rappers, you know, and, and God bless the dead, yeah. but yeah. they get better promotion. Right. That that's the saying. And and this is, you know, one of those examples, I guess. I, I don't I don't wanna okay, I don't wanna be disrespectful now. Right. Because we not <laughs> entered the, we not entered this land. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel people hype? Tupac and Biggie? No, man. I, I I like I like Tupac and Biggie. I like Tupac and Biggie. Well, I, 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 I still think they're one one A one B. But sometimes folks be talking about them like they was just like. So name a be- name a rapper that's better than but either Tupac the, or the, Biggie. The thing is, you, you have to go back to to the debate of they died young, right? Correct. So so they yeah. died at the peak of their their careers. So yeah, we don't know their peaks, but. It could have very well been their peaks if you look at other rappers around their age that lived through it. That's fair. So say Nas. Mm-hmm. Say Nas died after he dropped Illmatic at 19. Right. People be like, Nas is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, pe- people say he in the top five. You know, he still oh, gets yeah. that people respect. People put Nas in that upper echelon be- like because, Mount Rushmore, especially New York rappers. Because of For Illmatic. Sure. Because of Illmatic. But, right. But, you know, it, if there was like so many other years where folks outside of real hip-hop fans, like real boom, 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 boom. Hip hop right. fans, like, they didn't care. Students of the game, folks on checking for Nas. Folks <laughs> right. still not checking. Nas just dropped the album two months ago. Folks ain't checking for it. Yeah, that's a, that it, album was solid. That, that's what exactly. It was a solid but, album. But no one was talking about it. Right, right. <laughs> no but, one was talking about it. But but Lil Wayne drops an album and everybody's going crazy. Like that's I another thing. I don't think that there's been this much hype for a for a Wayne album since Carter Three. Wayne Wayne came out right. Uh, to Georgia State last year, yeah, when they announced it, everybody killed it. Everybody. Who the heck gonna get <laughs> Lil Wayne in 2017? Ain't nobody right. trying to see Because no you know how you know how people at Georgia State they want Migos. That's who they right. want. I seen, I seen they wanted Migos. All the folks that said that in 2017 come back this week talking about the gold. Oh, Carter Five. La la la. Wayne's the yeah. gold. And that's all this stuff. We, we talking about Carter Five in the group chat, and I bring up. I'm like, oh man, hey. Logic is saying, y'all better stop disrespecting my mans. They're like, y'all hear something? Who? Oh, what? Man, Logic make uh, All Lives Matter music. Logic do this. Uh, Logic what? corny. Logic, Logic this. Is- Let me tell you something. I, I understand the criticism from everybody, right? We, we just talked about Eric Reed, so we already got the national anthem talk out the way. Yeah, Jeremy's walking in the building. Jeremy, how you doing? How y'all doing, man? I'm good. Say, say, well. say what's up to, to Demetri. Say what's up to Demetri. It's a pleasure to finally meet you, man. You know, we've, you know, communicated via Twitter, but it's it's always a pleasure to meet people in person. Oh, yeah. Good people, that is, you know? Oh, yeah. Good. It was good. It's good to meet you, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, my brother. He's practically but, the unofficial mayor of Clark County, like, <laughs> you know, of, of, of Athens, Clark County, <laughs> Watkinsville. Like, he runs that, he runs that, that nah, joint. Nah. Is that you, so? You run that nah, joint, man. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. How about them dogs? How about them dogs, man? They're rolling. (laughs) How about them dogs? They they uh barely got on Knoxville. But we're gonna talk about that later. We're gonna talk about that later. Logic. (laughs) Dang. Logic, he was uh, you know, everybody, he had the song The Black Spider Man. I'm half black, I'm half white. Everybody sing it with me. Throw your fist up. And and then and then he had the one eight hundred song. And then he had this new single with, with the dude playing the piano at the VMAs, and it's just corny. All those songs were corny. Bobby Tarantino 2, other outside of 44 more, all all overall wasn't wasn't really it for everybody. And I understand that based off of what his logic has previously made. Right. 
But you can't listen to that album. You can't listen to the first four tracks. Hear the song with Wu-Tang. He brought the whole Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> Whoever thought that would have happened. Who would have thought? He brought out the whole Wu-Tang Clan. Right. It's an eight-minute song. <laughs> People lose. They, they lose concentration on a track if it's... Longer than three and change. Exactly. Nowadays, and they the sentence do. is longer than five words. Nowadays, yeah. they do. And the, the track with Wale, where he did a crazy flow. I ain't never, well, because he came in the first verse, it was like, okay, this is cool. And then Wale came in, Wale, like, oh, Wale killed it. And then Logic come back. Logic always does that because he did that with Big Sean. He had a track with Big Sean. First verse was okay. Big Sean came in, had a decent verse. And then he came in and killed it. With the at the end, that's exactly what he did here with with the Wale track, and he killed it. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, how can you hear this and say that that logic has uh, fallen off all the people, way? People don't know hip hop, man. They don't. They, they don't. don't. People they don't. go with memes a lot. Yeah, yeah. That meme, Pe- the meme like, people culture just go with what's so, popular at the so, moment. So if everybody makes fun of the fact that logic said I'm half white, I'm half black in his last album, that's all everybody gonna throw with. Yep. Until, right. Until it's not cool. Anymore to hate logic, and then you'll go listen to his music, and, yep. and then and exactly. they be like, hey, "Dang, this dude's actually pretty dope." Yep, like yeah. Wale. Wale is a great example. Wale is how, a great how, example. How Wale has always been a good rapper. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, a few years ago, someone on Twitter said, "Listen to that Wale tape," and it was a garbage can. Ever since <laughs> then, they, they were rolling with the Wale is trash. Yeah, and, and they were rolling with that for a few years. Just it's like because nowadays, of the because people are looking for instant gratification. It's like nowadays, oh, if if a rapper does just one thing, or if they have just like a few lines in a hot sixteen that they feel like a that they feel like a trash, everybody's like, oh, Wale's whack, Logic's <laughs> whack. Like yep. these these like even somebody like you know like who could very well have that sort of like mainstream upper echelon sort of crossover. If they jo- drop just one one thing. Everybody's like, oh, okay, they trash, they whack. Yeah, the new thing with G Herbo, G Herbo can really rap. Can and then, he? And then they, they came out with this meme of like the you know the G Herbo can't stay on beat yeah. thing. And, and now that's taking over. <laughs> and now everybody's gonna just assume I, I that saw, G Herbo kind of trash. I saw one the other day. Right. Yeah, the, he was out. Like, he was out running the beat. <laughs> the beat. It was hilarious. It's like the beat G Herbo. Yeah, I know, but, right? Yeah, man, G Herbo can rap. Man, G Herbo is one of those uh, Chicago dudes that can rap. So, Which are a lot of them in Chicago that can rap. There's a lot of there's a lot of young guys out here that can they can really spit. Yeah, but, but I mean, I'm respect, telling you, once so. once you get once the internet turns on you, it's done with. It's done. Yeah, right. Russ makes good music. He does. I, I, I always knew Russ made good music. I didn't really listen to him. I listened to that new album. I didn't know he could rap. Oh yeah. It's he, fire. He could, he could rap fire. legit. And man. he made good music. Yeah. It's fire. But since everybody on the internet making fun of Russ, yeah. nobody right. thinks he's a good rapper. <laughs> Pretty Post, much. Post Malone is another one that for some reason oh, yeah, people, yeah. people oh, yeah. had his perception of what he is. But well, it, it's that just dude is because creative, man. It, it's kinda, he's really creative. It's pretty because yeah. he's white. Yeah, he's, he's white. So. Like, like it, it happens throughout music all the time. Like, people turned on Robin Thicke. People turned on Justin Timberlake. People turned on Tinashe. Like, people just they, Kanye like, West is going through it. Well, well, I mean, well, well, they turned on himself. They, hey, well, were they ever really with Tinashe though? No, uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Hey, shout shout out to Tinashe though. Shout out that, that's my girl. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Tinashe. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, I've been following her for a minute, and um, you know, we I've been I've been a fan. Been been on Tinashe way. Ditto. I don't really like the solo stuff because she used to be with a pop group, mm-hmm. like a like a teen girls group. Mm-hmm. I really like their music. They made pop. It was like, oh yeah. no, it was very uh, clean. 
Yeah. And then like she went to the solo. It was Disney ish, I guess you can and, say. And like all she like was like singing and rapping about. She was, tried like, to uh, was weed. I ain't, she tried to get into that, that, that culture, her, man. Yeah. That right. Her lane. That ain't your lane. Yeah. Stay in your lane. I like yeah, stay in your lane. Just keep making Big the ball pop brand, music. baby. <laughs> make, make the little bubblegum songs that y'all was doing. I yeah. think I like the that. thing that There's turned people that. against Tinashe was when she started talking about, oh, how come I haven't been successful as Rihanna? Like if you come at Beyonce, talented. Right. If you come at Beyonce. Say or if you come at Rihanna, like the Beehive and the Rihanna Navy, those are two of the most rabid fan bases on Twitter and the gram. Yeah. If you come at at the Beehive or you come at the Navy, you 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 done. You lose. Well, you finish. Finish. Still, still overrated. So. But I'm, that's neither here nor there. No, I'm going to agree with you on that, Jeremy. Yeah, and yeah, like you said, that may be a, a topic of discussion for another time. I but, yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I'm not the <laughs> biggest. Beyonce. Not the biggest fan. Beyonce. I am not a fan. I, I, can, I can listen to, like, two hours of Beyonce hits in a row and be like, this is hard. That, well, <laughs> yeah. this she is makes hard, good bro. music, but yeah, I'm does. just not really. She she not God. Exactly. That's what people be her as. Exactly. Wait, wait. Hold on. Shout out to Travis Scott, man, because we needed that track. It's yeah. lit. Stop trying to be God, bro. Yep. Because everybody, it, it was like there was a God wave for like five years, ever since Jesus came out. Yep. Where everybody like, oh, Rihanna is God. Yeah. Rihanna is God. <laughs> right. Kanye is God. Right. You make noise for a living. They, just think about that for a living. Childish Gambino tried to be God. I'm like, you're not God, bro. And people tried to <laughs> people tried to even bring up Chance the Rapper like he's God because of everything oh, he was talking about. Because because yeah. everything if he, that he's doing in Chicago, helping out the helping out Chance, Chance, youth Another down there. thing about Chance the Rapper, man, that that dude came on the DJ Khaled track and said. She liked that I like to make music for God. I told her make that thing apply. I was oh, like, bro. Wow. Whoa. He Look said out. it back to yeah. back lines, bro. Look out. Chance the Rapper ain't an angel, bro. Anyways, we're going to move on. Hold up. Before, before we move on, yeah. has anybody been following the MMGK beef? Oh, oh yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I, I think M kind of put that to bed uh, with the last response. I think uh, that. You you don't come for the with the kill shot track yeah but that, you know that what, was hard that was hard body I'm proud I'm proud of MGK that was I'm proud of MGK, that was, that was body MGK slam. just doing it just do, just the doing the fact it. that he did it yeah and he knew what was coming right but his track his track I mean I can listen to his track just like as a, as a song I'm like yeah, yeah this yeah. is <laughs> this is a nice song yeah. M hit yeah. M hit MGK with all them wrestling moves he hit him with the Stone Cold Stunner he hit him with the freaking attitude adjustment all them stuff MGK was like. Uh, in his diss track was like, I know you're a better rapper than me. Everybody knows that, but I'm going to still diss you anyway. Right. Diss yeah. you. I don't care. <laughs> That's what I respected about MGK, I found, bro. Right. I, saw, I found out something about MGK. This, this is the last part of this that I'm going to say. Um, I found out last night he was in a movie, Nerve. Yeah. And I was like, when I watched the movie, he was in the movie, and the character he played in that movie was yeah. literally the character <laughs> he plays in real life. I was what? like, it was, he was just this dude. So he's playing himself? Y'all saw him on Breakfast Club? So he's playing no, himself? No, I ain't seen that. He, he went on Breakfast Club, man, wilding, because he got an album coming out. And, um, of course, an album coming out in yeah. the midst of all this. Yeah. Attention. It was a great time but to yeah, drop yeah, it. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So, so anyways... Uh, like <laughs> yeah, he, he had a beef with G Easy a couple of weeks or like a month before that didn't make as much noise because it's G Easy and MGK. Yeah, yeah. it's like two of the whitest rappers. Like right. no one cared. <laughs> so like they they had they asked him about the G Easy beef and they was like, uh, you say you smashed some of his girls. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then they was like, did you smash the girl? He went now, nah, Halsey. And he was like, yeah. I mean, but that's besides the point. 
He like flat out oh, like man. and mentioned that in the show. He, right? he, he, he was he just did, wilding yeah. out on the Breakfast Club interview, bro. Like held back nothing. So shout out to MGK. We gonna move on. Trey Young versus Luka Doncic. Uh, Doncic went up last night. This ain't going up on Sunday, but when it comes out on Monday, on Saturday night, Luka Doncic played his first game against. The, the Beijing Ducks, mm-hmm. uh, he did what he did in Europe, the where, where he high, had high he had a couple uh, <laughs> he had a couple crossovers. Um, he handled the ball. He he rebounded the ball, went all the way because he's a big dude and he can handle the ball. He's a point guard, but his handle looked pretty loose, man. It looked pretty loose to me, and uh, he, he's kind of he's kind of pudgy. He's not the fastest guy in the world. He's not the quickest guy, but I mean, it was working for him. And, and of course, that, Hawks fans. On, and of course, there were some Hawks fans that were like. Oh, you missed out on this to the, draft Trey Young? The yeah. entire Twitter, the entire timeline was jokes on the Hawks fans and Hawks and jokes on the Hawks organization of course. for trading him because Trey Young is is an automatic bust because he isn't Steph Curry because everybody was comparing him to Steph Curry. So, uh, yeah, fast forward, um, in the midst of all this Trey Young and Hawks slander, uh, one of Trey Young's boys, Rashad Phillips, uh, draft guru or whatever on Twitter goes and says uh, a D2 team can beat the Beijing Ducks by 50 points. And guess who likes it? Trey Young. Uh, of all people. Oh, Trey Young didn't say anything about the game, but he liked that tweet. <laughs> so with that being said, man, how, how y'all feel about the entire Trey Young, Luka Donich rivalry that we're going to Didn't see? we mention this a little bit when they were, when we was debating who the Hawks were going to draft and, could they draft Trey Young, and could he be paying? Could he be one of those dudes that could be paying a lot of attention to what people say on social yep. media? Because this is what this is why we said this is why both you and Jeremy, you and I both said that stay away from him if you're the, if you're the Knicks. Yeah, because he would wilt under all that pressure in a big market. Yeah, you I, could at least escape it in a, in Atlanta. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. I don't, I don't personally. I love that the Hawks took the shot and went and got Trey Young. Like they needed a, they needed the, you know, the the flashy, splashy type player because they haven't had that in a while. We've had Luka Doncic before. His name was Joe Johnson. So <laughs> I mean, I, and and it's it's easy for people to get on social media and talk about how well, well this is, I told you it was the wrong pick and shake their <laughs> Hate fingers. To say I told you, you can shake, so. You can shake your fingers all you want, but it's one preseason game and Trey Young hasn't even played yet. So right. like I would reserve my my venom until you know halfway through the season. Yeah, Man, halfway through the season, Trey Young averaging eight points and and Luca averaging twenty five and six. Yeah, that's that's the wrong pick, right? right. <laughs> but yeah. that, first of all, if Luca's averaging twenty five and six in the middle of the season, bro, I, he, he, exactly. I I will donate my car to the <laughs> Ch- National Children's Healthcare. Uh, hospital. Oh, <laughs> oh man. It See, but, 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 I but mean, that ain't going to happen. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That ain't going to happen, But, but, but Luca got to play all of them games by the halfway point of the season. I just He played one that. game. He yeah, dropped yeah. 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he played one game, didn't get hurt, and then he averaged 20. No, no. Nah, I'm not nah. donating my car, well, bro. There goes your car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. We're going to come back to this, and we're going to keep up with his stats you, you just to a, make sure. You made an interesting point when you said, you know, people were – he's automatically going to be a bust because nobody's going to live up to Steph Curry. That – to me, that's unfair to that nineteen-year-old kid. Hella unfair, and, and that's it has always been unfair. But I mean, I mean, and and he's he's going to fall short of that, no matter what he does. Nobody's going to be Steph Curry, exactly. but I do think Trey Young is going to be a very good player in the NBA. And I, if you watch him play, it's 
the comparison to Steph Curry never got me. It, I've always thought he was more James Harden than Steph Curry. So, mm. I mean, he's just small, and he happens to look a little like Steph Curry. I think he passes better than James Harden. Oh, yeah, he's, he's definitely a better passer. I agree. And, you know, it's going to be hard for him to, you know, I guess get to the rim and finish with – uh, efficiency as James Harden, but he's big. Yeah, James is big. James, James is, big, is big. A lot of people think right. he's he, you know, a typical he's, shooter. He's a big that, guy. that guy is he'll put you on your back now. Yeah. Oh, and, easy. And uh, you know, it, like you said, going back to what you said, as far as if Trey is anything near or close to Steph, I mean, that's a win for the Hawks organization. He's Huge. not going to be Steph Curry, but he definitely has some intangibles that is going to possibly make him a better, you know, uh, player down the line than than Luka, in my opinion. And don't so. forget, don't forget Kevin Herter. Uh, that, that, that boy, he going to be something else, man. A lot of people Boys are sleeping. sleeping. A lot of people a lot are sleeping on him. sleeping in, in a couple with of all years, the hype around These, la- these right. last two drafts the Hawks have had, people are going to look back in a couple of years and say, dang, why didn't we think this was a big deal? Exactly. Once they get – I will say this. I, I, I think Trey Young has the, the highest upside of probably – any prospect outside of Aiton. Aiton's going to get – he has the potential to be all-time great. Yeah, for sure. But <laughs> Trey Young's going to be really good. He could be a star in the NBA. But, you know, I don't I don't necessarily see him as the guy that it, when the Hawks get really good being the alpha dog. Mm-hmm. That he's going to have to show me that. I haven't seen that, and I didn't see that at Oklahoma. He's going to have to show me that he's going to be, you know, that guy that's going to want the ball. Which he's going he's gonna to have the ball because he's the point guard. But right. Yeah, I'm trying to find a comparison. Like you know, when a, when there's a big game on the line, everyone knows James Harden's going to shoot the ball at least thirty times. Right, right. We need we need Trey Young or someone to come along and be able to be good enough to take that role. James I mean, Harden I don't know, or, I don't, or Russ Westbrook. Or Russ, or, or Russ, Russ, yeah. Oh, we don't want that. No, <laughs> no, yeah, no. Russ no. And Westbrook take thirty shots in the fourth quarter. Miss, he'll, he'll take thirty shots in the last two minutes. In the last ready. two, and he'll, and, he'll, and he'll miss twenty of them. And he'll only miss twenty five of them, <laughs> <laughs> and then get mad at his teammates because they lost. Right, <laughs> like you didn't give them opportunity, Jack. <laughs> right, I had twelve assists. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, a playmaker is going to do what, what what a playmaker is going to do. So, you know, even if there are, you know, a, a stretch to where Trey Young isn't playing as well as he should. I, I think, you know, he's a playmaker. He's going to yeah. automatically make the, the team better. That's a part of his game I don't think people appreciate enough. Yeah, they really don't. They, he, uh, they really don't. There was a lot of that going on in the, sp- in the summer league games where he was, you know, making the right passes. And yeah. people were like, why, why is he yeah. shooting threes? That's what he does. No, it's not. He just didn't pass the ball to Oklahoma. Playing in the summer league you, is very different than playing to? in the NBA regular season. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I think him and Collins is going to be a scary combo on the yeah. pick and roll. Yes. A we, lot thought, we thought Dennis and Dwight was going to be deadly, but it didn't work out. But I I don't think people realize how athletic John Collins is and how, how much bigger he's gotten. This the, song, the craziest this part about all of this is we haven't even brought up Torian Prince. There exactly. you go. He's the best player there on the go. team. He's the best player on the team right, right now. And, and like, and and if he pans out to be like what what we've seen from him, but on a consistent basis, yeah. Right. Yeah. If he ever does that, because we don't know if he'll ever pan out to do that on a consistent basis. Yeah. The Hawks, man. He has the potential, though. Yeah. I mean, because Kevin Herter is going to be good. He has the he has the potential to, like you said, pan out on a consistent. But he has that potential. We just have to see it still. Now, yeah. Now pair this core with uh with the RJ with the RJ Barnett or. Barrett, Barnett, he got to show me something. I don't, I'm, I, I don't like 
personally, I would trade out of this year's draft because I don't think any of these guys are any big deal. Uh, RJ, RJ, man, he's legit. He's the only one that has a shot, like be, because, be because, it, it, because RJ isn't just good. Like he's got a he's a got killer. a nasty to him. He's got a killer. In I his like that. that. That's that's, he that's got some when nasty I, as when, I, when I spoke about you know I want the Hawks to get somebody that's gonna be. That's what I meant. I want that nasty. I like. I like the nasty. He's we a need dog. some nasty. He's, He's a, a dog. dog. You need a dog. Greg Popovich. Kobe Bryant. Yeah, yeah you right. need a dog. Every every team needs a dog on their on their roster. You know, right. in order to. And not only do they need that dog for you know you know on the court, but they also need it for for leadership purposes yeah. because that sort of toughness, of course, can permeate through can permeate throughout the rest of the team. Absolutely. That's I mean, we saw point. it when LeBron. I always think about you know in the playoffs when in the Eastern Conference Finals when LeBron was laughing at Paul Millsap. <laughs> <laughs> like if you a dog, you're not going to allow that. No, like, yeah. you, you, not at all. You're not going to laugh at me in the Eastern Conference. Like not come, at all. come right. on now, like like Paul Millsap just was playing defense hard as he could. I was just like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. This is so Atlanta. This is so Atlanta. And if that happened in the '80s or the '90s, that's fight happening. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. They get yeah, fired when sure. you come into paint. Oh well, that, that, that's when you bring in Ivan Johnson. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> that's my favorite hawk ever, man. Ivan Bodyguard Johnson, man. <laughs> this man was fighting in the big three. I'm like, Yo, big what? <laughs> this man got a gray beard, still fighting. Did he like, get kicked oh, out man. of a country because yeah, of fight? he got like banned from Korea? Because <laughs> that's he like he like kicked the rep. Oh man, Ivan Johnson was too real for the NBA. <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. I mean, that was Ivan that's Johnson. old he, he school. He did not deserve him. <laughs> he <laughs> that, did not deserve. That's him. that Charles Oakley, Charles Barkley type yeah. stuff. Like he those was them dudes, than Oakley, man. them dudes will them dudes will brawl right they there on it. the court. Yeah, they bout it, man. They well, Charles about Oakley it. was old, still fighting folks in still the stands. Fi- yeah, you know Charles my, Oakley tried to Dominique fight the Rookies. owner of the Knicks. <laughs> Dominique Wilkins was fighting in the suit. Right, my God. And you know what? And you know what? Here's another thing, Charles Oakley. Charles Oakley will forever be remembered in Knicks history. James Dolan will be a footnote. So, eh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I, and and I support the Knicks, you know, being a New Yorker. But, um, you know, I, I, I think it's time for Dolan to leave. But, like you said, Charles Oakley, he, he definitely has my respect uh, now. Oh, yeah. In the past and in the future. Question. Uh, Oak, question. Oak's the uncle, man. Everybody love Oak. <laughs> You're right. Go, how y'all think the Lakers – this reality show is going to go this year. Oh God! <sighs> well, they're going to be they're going to be on TV all right a lot. So, which going to make some which going to make them a reality that, show? That Rondo's old dynamic. How y'all think that's going to pan out? It, it, are they going to clash heads in the middle? And Levar going to say something about Rondo? And, oh, you know Levar's going. And speak. then Le- LeBron going to side with Rondo because that's his boy. Is that his boy? I don't know. I I, I, I think LeBron had a lot to do with Rondo being there. I agree. I, I mean, agree. I don't. I don't. I don't know how this is gonna work out, and I don't know why you, as a as a Lakers organization, at some point you have to tell LeBron, "Look, uh, we respect that you decided to come here, but you you came in knowing what you're getting yourself into. We had a core here that we're building, and we're not jettisoning them just because you're here. Because now, if if the, if the Cleveland Cavaliers had taken that attitude a couple years ago, they would still be a a real team in the East right now. Like they would have Kyrie Irving still. Mm-hmm. They would have Andrew Wiggins still. You know, I mean, Kevin Love and, you know, that core they brought together, that won them a title, but it left them looking stupid in the long run. So, I don't think the Lakers should Kevin Love should have stayed fat. <laughs> I agree. He, he was he was dominant on a whole nother level yeah. when he, was, when he was big was boy. Dog. But that's what LeBron does to power forwards. I don't know why, but that just seems to happen. That's what happened to Chris, Chris Bosh. Yeah. Question here, right? 
so when you look at the Lakers roster, they have five guys that can legitimately handle the rock that needs the ball in their hands, right? You got LeBron, obviously. You got Rondo. Mm-hmm. You got Zoe. You got Lance Stevenson. JaVale McGee. You're right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and let's not forget they got Kuz, too. You got Kuz. And then you got Josh Hart, who exploded in the summer league and this K- year. And KCP, who people are forgetting oh, about. Yeah. Right. Free, hey, free KCP. Still yeah. <laughs> <laughs> playing on house arrest. Playing for house Bruh. Wild boy. Cole, you got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I can't go back on defense. Got to call my P.O. He, he literally living in the locker room. Living Man. in the locker room. <laughs> he got some stuff. stuff in the locker room. I mean, it's crazy. So, I mean, you, you know, that's a dilemma right there. Yeah. So, it's like before the season even starts, you know, that is a topic that is going to cause a lot of not – well, maybe not controversy, but it's going to be a lot of speculations going on in that aspect. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't see – I don't. By see. the time this came out, LeBron would have already played his first game. Yeah. And he said he doesn't want to play that much in the preseason. I don't think that's going to help at all. I don't either. No. <laughs> I no mean, way. I, I understand that, that you played every game in the last 10 years because you're LeBron James, but – I mean, this is a, a weird team that needs to figure out how it's going to play together against mm-hmm. another team. Yeah, right. And I, and I and personally, I don't, I don't see this. I don't see Rondo being with the Lakers for long. I think this is a situation where you can't. That I think Luke Walton's going to realize that you have basically the same player, and you're trying to figure out a way not only to play them together, which they, there is no way Lonzo and Rondo can play. Together, because right. Lonzo can't shoot and Rondo can't shoot. Exactly, they're literally the same guy, just <laughs> ten years and difference in age. So, I mean, when you gotta choose, I'm taking Lonzo in the long run because Lonzo has the, the long bigger term. upside and then long term expectation. The guy was number two pick, mm-hmm. so I mean, you're not gonna give up on him on your second year. So, I mean, I would rather them get rid of him and maybe get a guy that could score. I mean, Isaiah Thomas would make perfect sense with this group right. this year yeah, because yeah. he can come off the bench and he can score. Yeah. He can play off the ball. Exactly. So They're going to miss him. Oh, they're yeah. going to miss him, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, sure. they had a he had a him and, you know, that dynamic with Lonzo, you know, starting and Isaiah coming off the bench late in the year last year. That's why think, they had I that think good run. Yeah. I mean, because they, they had a decent, respectable record. Yeah, yeah especially near had. the end of the year. They went, like, they were over 500 at the All-Star break. Yeah, so mm-hmm. which is a huge upside from, you know, years past. So yeah. from years past when it pretty much when they pretty much were in uh were basically in NBA purgatory. Yeah, y'all think LeBron <laughs> says anything about LeBron? Oh, he's going to pop off. He might want to play LeBron one on one. I mean, he I mean, LeBron Le- 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 play that. It's no Le- Le- it's ha- no question talked. he's going to pop off. LeBron hasn't said anything in a few months. Yeah. Well, he, well, I think that's going to change. I think we, I think we're going to see. I think we're going to hear lots and lots and lots of Lavar this year. I, I think, I, I think they they shut out the media. The reason why Lavar has been quiet is because his experiment experiment flopped with you know his with his uh, sons. Yeah, yeah. Right. he don't it want nobody to focus on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lonzo, 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 Lonzo. Yeah, Lonzo. Like he's saying defense, Lonzo. Right. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about Lonzo. We don't want to talk about Leandro. I mean, or Levar Corey, or, Le- or Melo. Fact that he ruined Lamelo's career. Lonzo, <laughs> all my boys gonna be on the Lakers. <laughs> okay, on on NBA 2K. On 2K. On 2K. I, I even tried it on 2K and it, it didn't, didn't work. work. Out. It didn't, it work didn't work even out. work. Melo gonna do it. Melo, what were their ratings Melo on 2K? Melo oh, man. I think Leandro was like a 61. With, with Melo, man, oh, you, you gotta, you gotta put Melo on. Um, take him to Italy, man. 
Put, put him in a real league, bro. Go yeah. overseas. Cause I mean, he is overseas, bro. Yeah. But right. put, him in, put him in a real league, man. In a real league, He yeah. needs to play somewhere. Put, put him in Spain. Get, he can get There you games. go. That's the most dominant league overseas. Right. But you know what? Yeah. He's going to need to put some muscle on. I know he's a young boy still. Yeah, he only like but 17. He, he may be. How, how skinny were you when you were 17? No, and that's the thing. <laughs> but that's the thing. You know, he's not. That's why I feel like LeVar should have kept him in school. Just, you know, worked with him outside of you know the right, high school right. basketball season yeah. but that he's not he's not a lebron james at 17 lebron was solid yeah 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 yeah, yeah. he's LeBron not LeBron was already football. on his LeBron way to being lebron, LeBron when football, he was 17 yeah. exactly. like you could tell right you i would could say tell this, he was though, on his way uh, lamelo's better than lonzo was at 17 as oh, yeah. a player yeah i agree but i agree uh He's also grown a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like he that, went from being I mean, like that, five ten to six ten, six six in two years. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I he, mean, he, I, a lot. he he out of all three of them, though, I think he was the one that really needed this the structure of being with a high school team and living in that high school culture and yeah, you know, really working on his craft. I feel like he's gotten away from like working on the actual craft. Yeah, and that that's what mm-hmm. worries me about his development because. Out of the three, he had the most talent. You, you got you to gotta think about how he got famous in the first place. That's true. He pointed to the half court line and he shot it from half court in the game. Money. Right. Pretty Money. much. So I mean, like, it's like he did that. The internet praised him for it. His his high school coaches probably was like, You can't be doing that. Yeah. LeVar was like, I <laughs> yeah. don't like that you're telling my son that he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Right. Mm. And then he go to Greece. He don't play because you can't do that in a professional game. No. And yeah. LeVar says don't tell my son what he can't do. And then they do the JBA where Meanwhile, he could do whatever. His head's getting this big. And in yep. JBA, you watch the JBA game, all they doing is this. All yeah. they doing is shit. The whole man. game. That's it. The final score is like 144 to 140. I saw it's one an all-star game. He had, game. He had 55 points, like Without 16 rebounds, and eight right. assists. And I was just like, how do you allow one person to get stats that big <laughs> in one game? And Jello be getting like 50 with them. Yeah, that's, that's that, that. If anything, that hurts. Mellow stock. That just, yeah. If anything, that's exactly what it does. Jeremy, real quick, I want to I want to ask you, how are you feeling about your Braves this year? Um, I'm excited, but I'm afraid to be excited. You know, you know how I go in here, man. You, you, we can have, we can literally have the NL All Star team, and we could play the worst team in the championship, and I would still be afraid. Yeah. Got to so, see it before you can start. You I know? mean, I will say this though. I told you guys that if the Braves got in the playoffs, that they would be dangerous. Mm-hmm. They're in the playoffs. Yeah. They're dangerous. They're dangerous. So, in a couple of weeks, I wouldn't be surprised to look up and the Braves are in the World Series. We'll Not going to predict that. I don't I don't think they're their best team, and I don't even think they're the third or fourth best team in the National League. Because, like you said, you got Milwaukee there. That's not how baseball yeah. works. Well, you got Milwaukee the, the, there, NL, Chicago. NL East is like one of the weaker divisions. Yeah, it was the weak mm-hmm. division this year. Yeah, but yeah. The Bra- I don't, baseball is one of those things that is – when it's just your time, it's just your time. Right. And, yeah. you know, a couple of years ago, Cleveland had the – you know, they didn't have the best team when they won it a couple of years ago, but it was their time. Cleveland so. didn't win. They, they got to the they World Series. They got to the World Series and lost. They lost. I was about to say, they blew Cleveland a 3-1. Yeah, I meant, I, went, <laughs> I meant they won the American League. They blew a 3-1. They did They did uh, a Golden State Warriors, and they blew a 3-1 and they did <laughs> yeah. a 3-1 lead. But the team the next year was much better, and they, oh, yeah. and they yeah. didn't win the championship either. So, I thought that team well, – And you kind of have to look at it like from the um, the young guys. Yeah. Like, there's always a young team that they've been building for years, and then they get that one year. They right. kind of snuck up on people. You're yeah. kind of like, one more year, and then they're like, nope, this year. 
year. Yeah. Like with Kansas City and Houston. Yeah. So it's like maybe the Braves just could be there. And Kansas the Braves are even younger year. than those teams were. Exactly. Like yeah, their exactly. their their yeah. team is so young that I don't even think they're they don't I don't even think they know they're not supposed to be good right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Anderson is like what, twenty? And when yeah. I was talking to him and he's like, I can't wait to get up there with those guys, you know. You know, it definitely motivates you when, when you see those guys. I'm like, you're not supposed to get your 20. Yeah. Baseball is but, just I mean, one but of he's looking at sports. everybody else playing, and yep. he's just like, man, like, I'm behind. There's yeah. another kid, Austin Riley, that's going to be Yeah, Austin Riley, the, the third year. baseman. Yeah, baseball is so. just one of those different sports so, where – So, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, teams. hold on. I, I want to get into this real quick. So, yeah. so where does Camargo go when, when Austin Riley gets called up? Ooh, mm. That's a good question. That is a great question. I mean – Oh, yeah. I, I love Dansby, but I think oh, next year, I no. think next year is a audition for both of them. Come on, Dan, because Dan's is gonna be what he is a, a, a average of what two forty maybe two fifty two sixty as high as I see him going. You know what I mean? He but that that's what I was about to say. That's why I personally can't take him off this team, just because Derek Jeter never was had the greatest stats. Yeah. He had a lot of big hits. He had a lot of big plays and big moments. I, I seen that's Dan, what Dansby Swanson. I, I seen yeah. Dansby make some big plays on defense, and yes, I seen him make some big hits. How many times have you have, have you turned on a Braves game late in the game, and Dansby Swanson comes across the score as a winning run yeah. or a tying run or makes something like that? You have a point there. You, that you that that has value more than two forty four. Yeah, that that value that. To me, in baseball, that's more important than a 300 at batting average. Yeah. Rush your especially hand, bro. In the, Rush your hand. Especially in nowadays where yep. baseball, where, you know, when it, it used to be like during the steroid era where everybody was hitting 50 home runs. Nowadays, it's like 40 is the new 50. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. It's more about small ball. It's more about pitching. And it's more about just, you know, getting getting them over and getting them in. Like, you don't have to, like, hit home runs all the time. I've made the comparison with a couple of people that, you know, I take Freddie Freeman all day over Giancarlo Stanton. And they looked at me really sideways like, are you crazy? I'm like. Look at his stats, like two, 250, 260. Quality over quantity. Or, or uh, 85. He'll probably hit you 60 home runs, but he's right. going to strike out yeah. so much, man. Right. I, I, I agree. The Yankees, Most home run Yankees hitters strike right out here. a lot. I, 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 see, so I'm a, I'm a New Yorker, so, you know, I, I, I support all of the New York teams. But I agree with that because I was actually talking to someone a couple of days ago, and I said – because uh, Stan has about, I think, 200 and something odd strikeouts. Mm-hmm. And I, I said, you know what, man? I would definitely take a batter that's going to get you singles at every appearance. Yeah, or at least put the ball in play and right. let the defense make their right. mistakes. Exactly. <laughs> Rather than freaking home run or strikeout. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm, you not, I'm not with that. Are you and I am, are different from most New Yorkers because most New Yorkers, we it, it, it's, it's, it's the same with Yankee fans, Knicks fans. Like, we want the name. Like, right. most of them want mm-hmm. the name instead of the player. Exactly. What kind, That's the problem with New York sports fans. How does fans? that make yeah. y'all feel moving into the playoffs, you know, having that kind of lineup? Because, you know, in the playoffs, you're going to get the best pitching and then you're going to yep. – if you strike out a lot, this is where you, this is what was wrong with the Braves a couple of years ago mm-hmm. when they had Upton, Hayward, and this is why they never expected <laughs> to win a championship because they knew they were going to strike out so much. Well, right? I, is that kind of rolling over to you guys and tempering your excitement for this postseason? Well, I think you know, looking at the Yankees roster, it kind of balances out, right? You got the uh, the strikeout uh, the guys that's going to strike out often mm-hmm. in Aaron Judge and uh, Stanton. Yeah. And then you got the more balanced hitters in, uh, you know, Didi, Didi Gregorius, Gregorius yeah. uh, and Duyar, um, Hicks. You know what I mean? So yeah. you, you still uh, – Voight 
shout out to Luke Boyd. Yeah, I mean, he's, he, he's done a he, great job. Yeah, he's he's really came in and exploded. But you know, I think uh, they're starting to heat up at the right time. Y'all have no cho- chance against Boston. I I want to say we don't, but say I think, something I, to that. I think there's a I think there is a small chance that we can outlast them, man. Uh, uh, I obviously you know Boston's lineup is impeccable, but like I said, the Yankees we just smashed them this last series. Uh, well, I mean, given we could go for the sweep today, but we're just getting hot at the right time, and I think you know our pitchers are going to come up big. But the Red Sox, I mean, there's no denying that they are really a force to be reckoned with. If I'm Boston, Boston, I'm scared to death of the playoffs just because um, their lineup, they lack that, excuse me, that guy that can just, that can take over and get you four hits on a big night. Mookie, Mookie, other than Mookie. And J.D. And you don't even have to pitch to Mookie. So if you don't pitch to Mookie, and J.D. will strike out every now and then. He's a a strikeout guy. So, I mean – and then their pitching staff. Like, I don't know where they – like, Chris Sale is, you know, their best pitcher. But he's, he's been hurt. Yeah. And but sometimes it is David, about those teams. David Price has the yips in New York. So, yep. I don't – I don't – I don't oh, trust out, wait, what they on. have I'm, right I want to shout out – side note. I want to shout out David Price. You know, got him a strong black woman. You know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't salute that there enough. There it is. We right. don't salute that enough. Shout out we to need David to more she need, and help, she need to get his mind right in New York City because I don't know what happens when he gets to New York City. He just – like he does, he just looks uncomfortable being in that place. I don't. Like he don't want to be in New York. He don't want to be in New York. I don't <laughs> yeah. know what. Uh, it's like he's already on the bus by the time the game starts. <laughs> already on the, the train the or guys, something like that. BX, the guys in the Bronx, they they coming for him, huh? <laughs> but it, no, but it all goes back to I guess you know just the whole changing perceptions in terms of you know just how sports develop. Like in the like in the you know in the during the steroid era, it was about home runs. Now it's about just getting them on. It's no different really from the NBA. We know it used to be about big men. Now it's about um you know now it's about point guards and stuff like that. But but uh, how about we get on up out of here? Another episode in the books of the A League. Once again, thanks for listening us and thanks for tuning in. To, thanks for tuning in, and uh, also appreciate you gracing us with your presence. Yes, thank Always you. Always good, of course. From you know, for fellow New Yorkers, fellow from, from up north. Absolutely, <laughs> gotta show, gotta show some of these, uh, some of these uh, dudes down south how it's done. We gonna start being y'all in basketball. I was, I was about to say, <laughs> have a safe trip back to y'all homes in Georgia and North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Let's get on up out of here, shall we? Uh, I'm Jeremy Johnson, uh, Clark underscore Kent underscore 75. That's the Twitter. Give me some email. You. Go ahead, Dimitri. <laughs> All right. So you guys can uh, follow me on Twitter at one, the number one, Dimitri Chin. Uh, RashadMillan.com. You can follow me on Twitter at I want some pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Akeem Balaam, Twitter, Graham, beyond the W. Check it out. Peace, y'all. See ya. Diamonds they wear like go fishing. Yeah, I don't want friends, I want Audis. I don't want cars, I want Rarys. I don't want friends, I want Audis. I don't want friends, I want Audis.